Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hear Me See Me podcast is sponsored by Zenoti, the number one cloud software for salons and spas. Because when people feel good, they find their greatness. I am Stuart Roberts, and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people. Some of the people that work in some of these places, many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job, this is a calling. Hello, this is Stuart at Hear Me See Me Podcast. Today I've got a very special guest with me. Um, she's got a, a really successful Instagram account called Crazy New Mama, and she's even more special because she's my daughter, <laughs> Ella Roberts. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> oh, we're just going to be laughing probably in random bits, aren't we, because yeah. we're dad and Please daughter. Please forgive us, because we're, we're father and daughter, and there's going to be a bit of that. But... Um, so what I want to talk about is, uh, I want to start off with, you know, what what made you start off the Crazy New Mama Instagram account? Well, there was two reasons. Um, the first reason was when I was pregnant, I started following a couple of accounts, um, like other parenting accounts that were pregnant at the same time, yeah. or just had children. Um, and I felt like once I'd had Maya, when I was looking at their lives, it was very perfect. Uh-huh. I was kind of thinking... My life isn't like this. Like, my baby's up all night and I've had the worst night's sleep and I'm absolutely shattered. And I was kind of thinking, hang on a minute, like, this can't be what their life is like 24-7. So that was the main reason, because I felt like I just needed to show real life on Instagram, because it is yeah. quite... A, it's, it, it can be really good Instagram, can't it? Because you can, like, connect with people that you've never connected with before that mm. understand different things. Um, but then it can also be you kind of compare your lives and that's what I was doing I thought it shouldn't be like that it should be like just documenting everything even the bad stuff so people can relate and then my second reason was because um when we was on holiday we went to Gran Canaria um all the family and I got a really nice picture of me breastfeeding Maya and I felt like I couldn't put it on my own social media I did in the end but when I first took it I felt like it would be a bit weird Mm. so I felt like I wanted to be able to share them sort of moments and not be judged as such yeah um so then that was my other reason as well so yeah that's how that's kind of how it all started yeah um and that was January will be two years this January that it started yeah I know because I was a bit condescending and said oh that's nice you've got this nice little Instagram thing (laughs) yeah a little hobby (laughs) and really quickly you overtook haircuts for homeless (laughs) and your followers I mean you've not got a massive amount of followers no but they are 13,000 or something now isn't it yeah you've genuinely built that up and they're they're all like followers that really engage with you aren't they so yeah 
you know, and the fact that Aircuts Frameless has got like 5,000 followers and we've had a, you know, TV advertising campaign, <laughs> that, not not paid by us, but paid by the yeah. lot, you know, like, and they're like, oh my God, what's she doing? Yeah. But I too, what I have noticed, the fact that you really are good, you put lots and lots of content on. Yeah. And as you say, good and bad, um, you, 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 you never hold back on it. You're very honest and open about it, which people will always like. Um, but also you're very engaging and you are, you ask open questions and things. And I think as opposed to what um, I do with, with haircuts for homeless, when I'm, it's pretty much, oh, look, this is what we've done today. That's Have a end. look at this. Yeah. Here's a picture. Here's a picture. I don't really ask or engage, but you really do, and you really seem to connect with people. Yeah, well, I do generally I'm asking the questions for a reason, so I try and put a question on every post, unless it's just a cute picture of Maya, then it's just like a normal caption. Yeah. Um, but it's usually like the, there's reasonings behind the post while I'm asking the questions, mm. and then the responses help me, so it's kind of... It helps me in the long run because it's, it's like uh, advice that I actually need, not like the, you know the advice that people give you that you don't need. <laughs> but it's uh-huh. like it's the ones that I actually need, so it's yeah. quite it's quite nice. And yeah, I've made I've made some. I call them my Insta friends. I've got like Insta friends now that yeah. I speak to quite a lot, really. Yeah. Um, about like our children and just like just seem to have clicked. So yeah, it's been it's been really good. Well, I found that it's probably similar to in a way to some of the work that I do is that sometimes people can open up to you more because you're not as close. Yeah. Because you are, like, a, a little bit distanced. They can really feel that they can open up to you. And, yeah, uh, definitely. I suppose that's what happens with you. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like with a counsellor, isn't it? I'm not saying I'm a counsellor, but no. you, like, I do get people messaging me when they've had, like, a bad day and I've put a post about my bad day yeah. or, like, a bad situation that's happened and then they message me, like, their personal message and they'll say, this has happened to me, like, I'm so happy that you've shared this. And it's helping them because they're seeing it on Instagram, so that makes them feel like their life is normal. Yeah. And then it's also helping me because it's making me feel like my life's normal. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously I'm putting it out there, and then imagine if everyone was like, "No, that's not like yeah. I don't have them bad days, or I don't have that." Yeah. Then I'm gonna feel like an absolute weirdo. But touch wood, it's related to most yeah. people so far. Well, it's everyone's. No one's got the as you say. No one's got the perfect life. No. And there's a there's a massive thing now where. Because of that type of thing, you know, and you got you got people who have really portraying that. Uh, sometimes have got a million followers, yeah, um, and uh, you know, showing showing like a falsehood really, and then and the, then you've got body issues, all the all the things you've got, you know, that uh, really make people feel unhappy with themselves yeah, for no reason, you know. Um, another big thing we was going to talk about, I know, because it's um, it's not very widely known. Uh, and I can't say it properly, but, you, you know, you've suffered from HG. Yeah. Which you need to tell me what that is. <laughs> so HG is basically, it's called high premises gravadium. I feel like I'm saying that second word right. It is, like, in the hospital, they kind of pronounce it differently. Hmm. But it's basically severe sickness in pregnancy. Um, so I had it with Maya. Well, you know, I had it with Maya. Um, and it was pretty horrendous. I had it the whole way through the pregnancy. And then I've had it with this pregnancy. So I'm now 23 weeks pregnant. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's been just as horrendous the first stages. Um, but I had different treatment plans for each pregnancy. And this one, I got put on steroids because the anti-sickness medication wasn't working in the hospital. And I've actually had a much easier pregnancy this time regarding the sickness. 
I'm now off the steroids and I'm being sick every morning, so it's still there. Yeah. Um, but it's nowhere near as bad as like how long it went last time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it's it's one of them conditions where if you've not experienced it or experienced someone that's got it, you kind of just think of it as like a morning sickness, like just someone that gets sick a yeah. couple of times a day. But it's not that at all. Well, you've experienced it. Well. I have, and I've because I've seen you, and it's been awful to to, to witness it. Yeah. Because when you've got somebody you care for, and you see them in that much pain and you know suffering, and like it, it's really violent sickness and really really constant. You know, like so many times an hour. Um, and you you was hospitalised, and unfortunately it came with COVID, didn't it? So yeah. you was you was going into hospital um, three or four times, one time for a week. Um, even Tom, your partner, he couldn't even go. No one could go in, no. could they? That was a thing. Yeah, it's horrendous. You know, was it? What was it like in the hospital at that time? Because you was right in the middle of it, weren't you? Yeah, it was May that I was really ill. When yeah. I kept going in, it was like the whole of May. Um, it was. They were lovely. The staff yeah. um, really took care of me. And I think they felt more sympathetic. Not that they don't normally, but they felt more sympathetic because we was on our own mm. and in there for so long and like. Being away, from, it's like being away from, and also I've got Maya, so it's being away from Maya for a whole week. Yeah, she had to move in with yeah, us. Yeah, she had to move in with you like and use that to mum had to work, look after her. Um, yeah, it was it was really really hard mentally. I'd say it was more mentally draining this time round. Yeah. Last time was bad enough, but this time round because yeah. I was on my own making decisions about my pregnancy with no one with me and just not having any company when you're feeling at your lowest it's just it's yeah. hard isn't it well I rang you a few times didn't I like yeah. upset crying and it was just yeah. it was really 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 tough but we got through it and the nurses were brilliant yeah and I was lucky I had a really good doctor um and she really knew what she was talking about and she got me on the steroids and then yeah made me yeah. feel a lot better so I'm so happy I had her on that shift because I don't know if they would have put me on them otherwise right and what what um so what what was because we've all heard about it in the hospitals and things, but not many of us have actually got to go in the hospital at that time. Yeah, you know what was the general feeling in there? Um, I felt pretty safe actually. So I didn't have to. I have to. You have to wear a mask to the ward. Yeah. And then I didn't have to wear a mask on the ward because obviously I'm being sick like every thirty <laughs> yeah, minutes, yeah. and the thought of a mask <laughs> is horrendous. Yeah. Um. So they they understood that. I don't know about other wards. Um, but. The nurses, they actually seemed in quite high spirits. Like, right. they was... It's probably just where it's their job and they just get on with it, don't they? You know, like, when you've yeah, just got a high-pressure job, you just get yeah. on with it. But they was. They was in quite good spirits. Um, even the night nurses were, like, considering they're working nights, yeah. <laughs> they were pretty high spirits as well. Yeah. It was more the patients. So there was a patient in there... Um, she was really rude to one of the nurses one oh. night. It wasn't in my bay, it was in the next bay. And you now you just think, look, these nurses have so much pressure. It's because she wanted to go and have a cigarette and she weren't allowed to because of COVID. Right. Um, and, you know, you just think, oh, look, they're going through so much probably at the moment, these nurses. Yeah. They're probably going home crying and you don't, you don't know what's going on, do you? Of course. And, it, yeah, but, it's, but then on the flip side, it's kind of you get cabin fever if you i don't yeah. know how long that girl yeah. was in there for but no no so no ju- not judging but no. it's like it's like two sides to everything isn't there so yeah. i reckon I, f- I think the nurses had more problems with the patients because right. they couldn't have any visitors and, and were stuck yeah. in the rooms it were yeah it must have been so emotional Roger. 
and stressful. Yeah. I mean, HG's, uh, uh, like, as you say, it's not a very well-known... I mean, I'd not ever heard of it. And to be honest, I, if I'm... I always like to be as honest as I can. I think if someone said to me, I'd have thought, oh, you've just got bad morning sickness, yeah. you know, but until you actually witness it, yeah, it's definitely. probably... It's probably something that's been... Because I know is it Kate Middleton yeah. had it. So she's probably, by her having it, uh, it's just how it works, isn't it? That more people take notice of things like that. So that's yeah, probably definitely. brought some, something to it. But, you know, is it something you think should be more widely known about then? There's hardly any research and stuff that's gone behind it. There's amazing charities that try and do as much research as they can and yeah. help like each other, like help the people that are going through it. So pregnancy, sickness support, and they was brilliant. I had my own like personal lady that I could text over WhatsApp and just get advice from what I've been told by the doctors. Yeah. Because even GPs and stuff, it's it's different in the hospital because they're specialised in it. But even GPs, so when I rang my GP after, once it all settled down to get a repeat prescription... It was so hard for me to get the repeat prescription of the steroids because she couldn't believe that they'd put me on steroids. Oh, yeah. Like, And she was like, I've never even heard of that. And I was like, well, I've been put on it and I was offered it last time with Maya, so it's definitely a thing. Mm. Um, and she like, So it just shows you that not everyone has the same background on the illness. No. And it needs to change, really. It's just like I go on to a whole different topic, but I feel like women's health medically, there's not much that's gone into it. It's just... I don't know what's going on with it, but even like things like polycystic ovaries, everything like that, there's just not much background into yeah. the health side of things for women, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> that could be... That's a long while. So you've, we'll you've got that as well, haven't you? Yeah, polycystic ovaries. Yeah. Um, so I've been quite I've been quite lucky with it because obviously I've conceived twice now. This is my second pregnancy, but it can be really hard for women yeah, to so. conceive. Um, but it's more the side effects of polycystic ovaries. It's like yeah. they're, they're not nice. Um, what are they? So you can get weight gain, um, excessive hair growth. Growth. It's an insulin deficiency. Um, so in the long run, quite a lot of people become diabetic. Right. Um, and it's things like mood swings. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know. This all makes <laughs> sense now. <laughs> but like it's. Perhaps I've got them. Yeah, maybe you've got it. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I've got it's, all of those. <laughs> and then obviously the big thing is the it can be hard to conceive because you don't have yeah. regular cycles. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not a nice thing to have. No. But women seem to get all of the horrible things, don't they? Mm. Well, you're a man. So you probably mm. don't think that they do, but they do. Nah, I I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't swap. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't. <laughs> I've got... Um, the, the, you, I've got to just jump back a bit before we go forward. Look, yeah. Just because you said about... When you're in there and you're on your own, you haven't got your partner and you're having to make important decisions, you know, how just... How important, you know, what sort of decisions was was it coming to well, at that stage? Mine was, um, I'd been in there four days and I was still being sick every hour. Um, the anti-sickness medication wasn't helping. Um, I was having the IV every two to four hours and mm. I was still, like, it was still constant. Um, so the consultant come around that morning and said, look, we've tried for... F- three days, this is the fourth day now, to try and get you under control, and it's just not happening. We need to think about a different medication plan. Mm. Um, I'd heard of steroids being used in pregnancy before, mm. like for different reasons, but also for hyperemesis. But it's just, when you hear steroids, it's a bit 
it freaks you out, doesn't it? Because it's yeah. not really a nice drug. It can really help you, but it's not yeah. the best drug in the world for your health at the same time. Um, so making that decision to go on to them, they're standing there reading out all of these things that could go wrong. Which, which, which like, what the lady said was um, cleft palates and cleft lips um, for the baby, small birth weight, so low birth weight, and also um, early labour. Right. So we've had the check and there's no cleft lip at the moment. They can't do the palate because they're not born yet. You have to check once they open their mouths. Oh, okay. But there's no cleft lip and normally they're linked. Yeah. Um, and obviously you don't know about the next two because... No. Well, the was the, there was something about the spine as well, wasn't there? Um, no. No? No. I don't think so. I must have dreamt that one. I think you did dream that one. I probably did. <laughs> I probably did. No, I don't it's been a bit of time. <laughs> I don't think anything about the spine. That's like when you take folic acids, isn't it? <laughs> I don't um, know. But, yeah, no. And it was just hearing... Yeah, yeah. That, um, say that stuff without anyone with you and then having yeah. like, obviously I rang mum but it's yeah. different it's like and yeah. Tom but yeah. but it's really hard because she basically said look I was at the point where I was really low and I was I was basically considering a termination because I thought I don't know if I can go through this I've been in here four days I've not seen my child that I've already got I'm neglecting mm. her because I can't physically look after her mm. which I couldn't for weeks um, and I'm just on my own in this room. And, and, and you had to contemplate that. Yeah. So and that I, was a serious... Yeah, so, so the doctor says... awful sort of yeah. position to be in at that and point and on your own. Definitely. And circumstances of COVID. And having them thoughts as well. Like, you feel so guilty. Like, once you do get through it, you, like, even now, I look back and I think, oh, I wish I never thought that. And, like, if anything was to go wrong, I'd blame myself. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it's that horrible feeling of yeah. what could have happened. And yeah. Like, but at that point, you don't see it getting any better. No. It's probably like all depression and things like that, isn't it? So you, you, don't, you can't see it getting better. No. Um, but the doctor, I said to the doctor, look, what is my other option if I don't do this? And she was like, well, your other option is you stop the pregnancy or, or just carry on how you are and just see how you get yeah. on. Um, and she said, if you're thinking of like stopping the pregnancy, like terminating, then I really, like, I would definitely advise trying the steroids because it's better than you yeah. like yeah. getting rid of your baby. Yeah. And thank God I did because it took a couple of weeks for it to get into my system. But, well, you've seen me. I've been like a normal pregnant person now. Yeah. I've been able to eat, only sick every few days, like yeah. while I was on the steroids, yeah. um, which was which is amazing compared to oh. every single day, constant, yeah. every half hour, 20 minutes. So, yeah, hard decisions, but thank God I got there in the end. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> and you was able to see there again. Going back to the the, the Instagram, you was able to share a lot of that. So, you, yeah. you know, you're you're able to, you know, and anyone else who's going through that doesn't even know what it is or they've got a bad time. They can yeah. then question that maybe they've got that and yeah, definitely. And, and look it's, forward. It's just nice to hear some a lot of other women's stories as well because they messaged me after and like because yeah. I put a video on about it yeah. and they messaged me saying oh I've been through the same thing and it's just nice to feel not alone yeah. isn't it in them situations and while I've got you sitting down can, can I just ask you to stop putting videos of me and my speedos in the garden <laughs> really everyone's going to go on there now to see that, <laughs> that I don't exactly if you want to see it <laughs> yeah I don't exactly it's when I announced my pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> And that, going back to that first photo that you said you did, you know, film about you, and I do know you're quite passionate about that, aren't you? Uh, the fact that breastfeeding public, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just feel like 
there's still a bit of stigma behind it, which mm. I don't understand at all, but I guess it's just people's views and I just I just think it's mental that people still get funny when you breastfeed in public. Yeah. You're just feeding a baby. Like it just it completely baffles me. Um, so yeah, so just even me putting little posts on and pictures on yeah. is spreading awareness and hopefully in the long run changing people's mind that does have that yeah. stigma against it. What sort of responses did you get when you started um, putting pictures like that on? I always had good response. Yeah. Um, no one ever said anything, I don't know if I said it behind my back, but no one ever said anything to me negatively. Yeah. Um, even when I've had like quite like my whole boob out as such, but just... Oh, no, you're not shy, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not shy. <laughs> <laughs> but even some people say, like, I'm all for breastfeeding, but you should cover up. But even that, I think, why? Like, it's, I'm literally just feeding my baby. Like, my boobs yeah. have been... Like, boobs have been sexualised by men over years. Like, it's... Yeah. They're there to feed children. Like, yeah. not for anything else. Like, they're, like, they're meant to just feed children. Um, so... Yeah, but no one's actually ever said anything. It's more my mates, they're like laughing at me, like, oh my God, I can't believe you put that on. Yeah. <laughs> like texting me. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I just think... And it's sad as well, because some people feel like they can't breastfeed in public because they're worried of what people think. Yeah. Um, so then they go to the toilets or they go to the car. And I just think yeah. that's really sad. Um, it's like there's almost like a shame yeah. involved, which it shouldn't be, should it? Definitely not, because breastfeeding is so hard, so you should be so proud if you get to do it. Mm. Um, and I'm not just throwing like breastfeeding down people's throats. Like I can understand people can't physically do it, and some people don't want to do it, which is no, absolutely yeah, fine. It's a choice, then. Um, yeah, it's like whatever is best for you because yeah. it can be it can where it is so hard it can be quite hard mentally for people and if you're at that point and you just want to give up then there is nothing wrong with a bottle at all yeah um but if you do manage to breastfeed it's it is because it is so hard it should be celebrated and you should yeah. be able to just sit at a park bench and feed your baby you shouldn't have to worry about hiding behind a bush or something like that no. but no. if you if you have when well, you've been doing it if you've had a real negative um, response from anyone. I only had mm. one response, um, which was a man who was sitting in a restaurant and he kind of gave me a really dirty look. And it was quite yeah. early on in my like I didn't I don't think I had my Instagram then. Right. Um it was quite early on in my breastfeeding journey and that made me feel really weird because I was actually really nervous to start off with. Yeah. I remember me and Tom went out for the first time, I think it was a week after I'd given birth, and she needed a fee and I was a feed, a feed, and I was so nervous. Yeah. Like literally, I was watching everyone, and I was like, I couldn't get her on, like latch her on because she probably felt my anxiety. Yeah, they did. And yeah. then she's crying, and I was like, I'm oh, getting all flustered. And Tom was like, Look, calm down, it's all right. No one's even looking. Um, and I had like one of them big apron things, you know, like oh, the yeah. things to cover yourself up, and that just made it ten times harder. Um, so it is it, like it is really hard and when that man kind of looked at me up and down and as if to say you're disgusting I kind of thought luckily I think I think mum was there and I told her after and she was like oh don't be so stupid he's, he's an idiot do you know what I mean that made me yeah. feel a bit better but if I was on my own yeah you don't know that could put someone off of feeding their baby like in public yeah. forever like yeah. it's not nice is it and it's it, 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 at first it feels you feel quite indignant yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. Like getting your boob out because, as oh, I no, say... You, yeah, you, you feel a bit self-conscious. That's yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, self -con yeah. yeah, you feel a little bit self-conscious because... Vulnerable. You would never walk down yeah. the street with your yeah. boob out, would you? Yeah. So it does take some getting used to. Yeah. But, as I say, they're In there the to feed them. In the context of that, yeah. then it's, it's, yeah... It's I mean, I know so there's some people with it. it, it sometimes there's cultural differences and they, yeah. you know, they don't... You, you can understand that. But, but even then, 
you know, it, it's it, it's just acceptance, isn't it? You know, yeah. and um, and people shouldn't be made to feel bad about anything like that. No, but people are quick to judge in everything, aren't they? So yeah. it's just like it's like just another situation where people are easy to judge. And you just yeah. don't like you don't. They, don't, they probably don't realise how hard it is for that that woman to breastfeed, or mm. how much like strength she's had to do that in public and mm. get used to it. And yeah, I just think it needs to change. Yeah, but it is getting so much better. Like as I say, I've had one bad experience and I breastfed yeah. for thirteen months. Like it, it is a lot better, and people yeah. don't usually bat an eyelid. They kind of just you even get some women they come up to you and say, "Oh, well done," which is really oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. I done that once that's to another right. woman. She probably thought, "What a weirdo." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But you and you're a saint. <laughs> but I thought it might make her feel better. Yeah. She looked really stressed Go doing it. <laughs> and I just went, Oh, well done, you're doing really well. And she was just like, Oh thanks. Oh yeah, thanks for being so condescending. Yeah, she probably thanked <laughs> someone after and thought, What a bitch? Say, yeah, say, Snob. Yeah. Did you know, that was crazy to mama. Oh shut up as if <laughs> me thirteen thousand followers. No way. <laughs> You made that. You made people come up to you and say, oh, I can't believe it's you. And, you know, oh, I don't. Things. I can't talk cringe, about that because it makes it? me die. It makes you cringe. Because I'm no way... It's like baby just... shows, wasn't it? Or something, yeah. Someone coming up to you at a baby show. Stop it now. <laughs> Mum was like, oh, my God. I was like, Mum, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, let's just put it back into the Literally. box. That's fine. Um, what's the other thing, you, you know, like you've... Because I know it's tough if you are going to do it. You've, you've, you've stuck with it and... The other thing is when you've got that, you've had that infection before, haven't you? Mastitis. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is not nice. No. I got that twice with Maya. Um, once was quite early on. I think it was about a month into it, and I just started getting, like, just breastfeeding just got a little bit easier. And then I got that, and I was just like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but mum was really good. Like, she was like, ring 111, and then yeah. they got me an appointment to see someone, and they put, they put out antibiotics in the end. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's it's basically where your um, milk ducts become infected, right? Or blocked, and it's just it's really painful. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of it's just like another thing that you get with something that's meant to be so natural. Yeah. But it feels so unnatural sometimes because you're in so much pain. You think, how is yeah. this even like? How is this even happening? It's meant to be the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Because they kind of. At the groups and stuff that you go to, I don't know if it's changed now, but when I went to one, it was kind of, we had like a little five-minute talk on breastfeeding, put your boob here, put the baby there, they go done, Bob's your uncle. Right. But actually, when yeah. it comes to it, it feels it feels so unnatural because it's so painful and you just think, why did they not say that? Yeah. Like, not trying to put people off at all. No, no, no. But, but it is like, I feel yeah. like in life, you need to know what's going to yeah. be hard to get through it. Like, when you're a bit oblivious... It's, this is why you need the truth about things. Yeah, and you're a bit of authentic. Definitely, and reporting. I don't know whether some people yeah. would just rather not know, but I personally think yeah. I need to know what's going to be hard so I can prepare for it, and then yeah. I can tackle it head on and try and get through it. Yeah. Um, but that's probably because I'm a control freak. But <laughs> don't know where you get it from. No, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Definitely not you, Dad. <laughs> but you, because you, your mum had it, and um, yeah. she sent me off to. Mother care or somewhere. Yeah, didn't something funny happen? No, it's just that she asked me to get her some <laughs> nipple. Sh- is it shields? Nipple yeah, shields. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I went in there and I got a bit tongue tied and asked for nipple clamps. Stop it. And this young girl looked at me and I just straight away knew that I'd by a horror on her face <laughs> I'd said something and she then it clicked back in and I thought, oh uh, no, sorry, nipple shields. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you went so oh, red. I, I just went. I was thought she was going to call security on me. She looked at me like I was <laughs> some utter weirdo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> um, when I know, like after Maya was born, um, you you did like you got the the sort of a bit depressed about it, you know what was it that you got like the baby blues yeah, for a the while baby blues yeah so, what, how, how did that affect well i thought you only got the baby blues for like a few days until your milk come in um but mine lasted for about three weeks and i think it's just where you have a new baby a whole like your life has literally gone upside down yeah. isn't it like not in a negative way but it's um, well maybe it in a negative way but it's a massive change so I found it really difficult with feeding like learning to breastfeed learn like having this newborn and learning to be a mum and it just was quite daunting and I just used to cry on and off all day. Like yeah. little things would tick me over the edge, and I'd just be hysterical. I had a C-section as well, so that didn't help. Like having the pain from right, the like, yeah. from the operation and not being able to lift my baby. Like Tom had to help me just to lift her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine lasted for about three weeks, and it got to the point where Mum was like, "I don't think I had it this long with all of you. Maybe you should speak to a doctor." Yeah. And then luckily, it all started to die down. I think by about three and a half weeks, I felt. Like a like like I normally do, yeah. um. So it wasn't it wasn't postnatal depression. I didn't have that because that can last for months, years. Yeah. Um. But I guess it's just getting to that point when it does go on for a bit too long. Because I, I mum rang the doctors and booked the appointment. Yeah. And I don't think I'll get a slot until like a week. You know what it's like with the doctors. Yeah. Um. And then by the time the slot came, I felt a lot better, so right. we cancelled it. Yeah, um. Nice, yeah. So I think with things like that, if it goes past three, four weeks, you're still feeling that that down yeah. you just need to go to the doctors because it, it could be that postnatal depression um but no I was really lucky I didn't get that but even then three weeks it's just I can't explain the feeling it's like just where it's all so new and it's like such a big change yeah it's just and your hormones are mental as well because your milk and stuff is coming in yeah but it's just trying to get used to everything and you've got visitors coming round and then I don't think that helped either no. and it was just it was you just didn't constant didn't cope well with that did you really no I didn't really I found it quite difficult like booking like because obviously you'd book people in yeah. and like you I know found, so many people yeah god <laughs> mum's like can my mate see her can my mate see her that's <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> like that's fine it's, but the thing is everyone's so excited to see this baby aren't they and it's yeah. like yeah. and it is so exciting like it's like when my friends have babies I can't wait to see their babies yeah um but it's just the like when I was booking everyone in I was looking at my phone and it was just stressing me out so much because I was thinking I've not got any days without anyone coming right. and then that was stressing me out and then I'd have a really bad night and I've got so and so come around in the morning and someone coming in in the afternoon that's kind of how it worked right. and it was just it was really stressful but I just I felt like I couldn't say no because no. everyone's waited for this baby I felt yeah. like I couldn't be like oh I've had a bad night's sleep can we do it another day so I just kind of stuck with it and I don't think that helped I think if I kind of on them days was like look let's just reschedule this baby's not going to get any bigger like it's fine I yeah. can wait a couple of weeks yeah. um, I think that would have helped a lot so that's like that's my main advice I give to new mums I just think if you're having a bad day and you've got someone coming 
like to see you and you and you might want to see them it might make you feel better but if it's going to make you feel worse then just be self not selfish but just be strong in saying strong. i'm not ready yeah, yeah i'm just not ready yet like yeah. just give me a couple more days or a couple more weeks yeah because you've got to get used to this baby it's not just they come out and you've got a bond like you've got to learn how to like react to this child and how they react to you because it's, it's like a little alien you're like holding this baby you're like who are you like you don't know who they are it's really weird yeah so when you've got people coming and going all the time it can kind it can just it can take longer to get that bond and i think that's yeah. what the baby blues is it's just yeah. trying to get I suppose like some, understand it some visitors are better than others as well oh my god yeah like the ones that would come around and sit down and not move the whole time and like you've just had an operation they're like oh um, I'm like, do you, want a, do you want a drink? And they're like, oh yeah, go on then. Like, you know, you're like, don't want to make it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's another another I'm just bit of to advice. Think whether I did that, I can't you 100 percent would have done that. You don't, you, I don't think you would have offered to make me a drink. No, I reckon you would have just sat there. No, thanks for sharing. That's all right. Everyone. <laughs> that's that's my dad. <laughs> Mum would have been the one that was <laughs> dallying around. Can I get myself doing it? back here? Just <laughs> yeah. Dinner today, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you cook. Just don't make teas and coffees. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about now. <laughs> Visitors. Visitors, yeah. Yeah. Um, Time management, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah. And as you said, if you've got your, like, you said that like, every day was full, surely, like, it'd be good to have, like, even a half a day. Yeah. Think, right, do you know, that morning, I'm not having anyone around that morning, I'm going to... Yeah, definitely. I think that's the, that's the key to things like that, and is really strict with it. Yeah. Uh, not, oh, I haven't, you know, like, that. now that's gone. I'm, yeah. That's my morning. That's my morning, that's, to just chill yeah. out and catch yeah. up on sleep if I can. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you do go and see some with a newborn... Offer yeah. to yeah, make do the some blue and teas or washing up. A bit washing all, up. All my friends and that are going to be listening and thinking, "Was that me?" No, it wasn't well, you. you know. <laughs> They'll the be texting me saying, "Was that me?" I can't remember. <laughs> if the cat fits, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know for next time, yeah. there's another one coming in January. You know yeah. what to do. Offer when you to visit. do my washing when you get yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll need extra help then. Yeah. You'll be going to bed and let the tide I will. Um, another thing, I know you're really uh, and i'm proud of you for it as well and uh you know and, and the other girls are strong with it is the is body confidence i know you're really good with that but i know you've not always been have you but no no when i was slim like i'm not massive but when i was slim um i felt so insecure and it's crazy isn't it weird, i always thought it? i was fat i was younger i guess it's, it's hard when you're younger um but i always felt like i was fat i was never happy in my own skin and I was honestly tiny. Will you remember me? And yeah. I look back now and I think, oh my God, I wish I was that fat now. Like, like do you yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. the time goes and you then look you... gorgeous, yeah. Like, it's... it's hard for a parent, sorry to butt in on you, but it's hard, it's hard for a parent to see someone with a fantastic little figure and saying so, so and, and not being happy with themselves, yeah. you know. Um, it, it's really hard to hear it, you know, and it's constant and I... I can imagine because that's like my worst nightmare for when Maya gets bigger. Yeah. I just want her to be comfortable in her own skin no matter what she looks like. Yeah. Um, the thought of her being insecure and like yeah. any woman being insecure is such a horrible feeling. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like even now I have days and I just feel like, oh, I feel rubbish. And with the steroids, my face has got bigger. So like, yeah. that's been quite hard for me to deal with probably because I eat everything as well. Yeah. <laughs> but that's been quite hard to deal with recently. Yeah. But I feel like I'm kind of over that now. But it's just... I just feel like since I had Maya, 
most people really struggle with their bodies after they've had ch- like children because it yeah. does change massively and it, and I did struggle at first but then it kind of gave me a new confidence it was like I was so proud of what my body had gone through and like getting her here and having this like the cesarean and everything and I just felt like even though it looks so different and it's bigger and it's just not the same as what it was before I just had this new confidence and I kind of just went with it and just learnt to love myself I guess I think it's just when you see a child that loves you so much for you and they don't look at how you look and it just kind of makes you feel I can't explain it it just kind of makes you feel like yeah I'm 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 not worthless like all right I might be a size 16 18 yeah but like I'm happy in my skin. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like when I have this baby, I probably will go to the gym and try and slim down because I'm going to yeah. get married in a couple of years. So I'm not saying that you should not try and improve yourself as such. Yeah. But in the skin that you're in, you should be proud of yourself. And yeah. no matter what you like, everyone's been through something in life. Yeah. Um, not just having children and stuff, but that everyone's been through something. And I just think it's just such a shame when you are insecure because I've been there and it was just horrible like every time I'd go out I'd be in the toilet putting my makeup on and like trying to make myself feel prettier because I didn't feel pretty and comparing myself to all my friends because my friends are beautiful and like comparing myself to all my friends and yeah it's just like there's just no need for it like I've got a fiance who loves me like why was I doing that to myself but you do didn't you you just get but then that's what I talk about that's what I talk about with Instagram like it can be so misleading is the word sometimes because you look at these celebrities and they look absolutely stunning in these pictures and you think oh my god why do I not look like that but nine times out of ten they don't look like that it's like airbrushing and filters and stuff like that so I just try and portray myself by like being happy with how I look to try and help other people that do look like me like I'm making it sound like I'm a giant I'm not a giant at all like but it's just even if I was like size twenty six, yeah, or twenty eight, it doesn't. It shouldn't make me less of a person. Like no. I can still be happy in my skin and love yeah. myself. Yeah, I do love them accounts. There's so many on Instagram where they just they just love how they look. Yeah, and I just love them accounts. Like they just make me feel so happy when I look yeah. at them. I think there's like Felicity Haywood and yeah. Body Pops Panda. Oh yeah, no, she's follow yeah, her. She's I'm, really I'm, nice. I, I like her. I met her at uh, an account. Did uh, you? Yeah. Oh, look at you name dropping. No, it's just... <laughs> it's really funny because I went, oh, hello. <laughs> and she was That's like, it. oh, hi. This strange, strange this fat old man. Old comes up and says hello to her. I, I like, really like your body confidence. Yeah. She's probably like, what a weirdo. Yeah. I quickly said, oh, my dog follows you. Yeah. I, I bet she literally was like, what a weirdo. Did you have your hair guts for homeless tub on as well? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I like her though she's really good yeah she's great a lot of them are great yeah there's a, another girl Jess and that as well that, uh, there's a great um, artist um, in Ireland and he uh, Dylan he um, he does some great photos and that and yeah he really, it's like uh, not sorry paintings yeah and, and it's all you know like natural women and that he, he, fantastic what he does um, I know the thing with uh, confidence and that, because I've seen you. Like, yeah. When you go out, even when you go out right at the moment, you know, blooming, pregnant, you look stunning. You know, you go out, you look stunning. And I remember a few years ago, 
you know, you you know that that what people would aspire to have. Beautiful young girl, lovely figure, and literally, I'd see you like just within seconds before you're going out. All of a sudden, one thing, and then you freak. Yeah, usually that's something used, mum would say or something. Yeah, one little thing, and I just and you, cry. You completely, you, you cry hysterically and not go. And then, or get really drunk. Oh yeah. Because then I feel like rubbish. And I just yeah. Get paralytic. Yeah. Um. It's so sad though, but I feel like that is part of growing up at the moment. Like, yeah, that was when I was younger, probably between, even at school really. Um, yeah. From school through till, I was probably through till I had my like got pregnant with Maya. I yeah. feel like that whole time, from like eleven, from like twelve to I was twenty five, I was just insecure. Yeah. No matter what anyone said, it was just. It was. It's, it's just such a horrible feeling being insecure. Like it's just yeah. the worst, and you just no. And the thing is, no one is probably even looking at you, and your nah. friends are probably not looking at you. Like, and it's just you think that they are, yeah. and you just think that oh, they're probably looking at me and thinking, oh my god, she's put on weight or she's massive or her makeup's awful, but they're yeah. not. Like no. I never look at someone and think, oh my god, she's put on weight. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I just have a good night and have fun. But it's just crazy what goes through your head. But, yeah, I'm so grateful for having mine because I feel like she's given me this confidence that I never knew I had. Yeah. And it's so weird because I'm, I'm like, double the size now compared yeah. to what I was before. Sorry, I don't know whether to agree with that or not. But you, yeah. can, you can agree. I'm not an idiot. I can see pictures, like them pictures when I was younger. Literally, I've got a mirror, yeah. I can see my chin. What one? That's right, too far now. That's it, cut. No. <laughs> Such a dick. But it's, <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? It's that. But I, you know, I'm really proud of you because you know you've been for an awful lot. And uh, when you see someone come out the other side, it, it's brilliant. You know, like to to, to it, it as a parent, it it it's sort of really, it's really reassuring to know that someone's really okay. Yeah. Now, you know, and that's what I feel with you now, with. Um, you know, like you and your family, that you're just, you're okay. Yeah. And that's Made all you it. ever really want, you know. It's all you want yeah. with, with your kids. It's like you don't, the other stuff doesn't really matter. No, definitely not. All of that other stuff. Um, you just, just want to be happy. You just want, like, I just want, you want your kids to be happy, didn't you? Yeah. That's all you want. Yeah. It does change things when they come. So the next one's coming. What? Uh, how are you going to sort of time manage differently? Because you've got a lot on your plate, so you know, like just to sort of, like, come come January, you're gonna have a new baby, another new baby. Yeah. You've got a very very energetic two year old. <laughs> yeah. You've got crazy and mum Instagram that you're doing. You're a professional vet nurse. Yep. Uh, which you love your career. I know you love absolutely love your yeah, job. Back on Wednesday, I can't. You're wait. going back on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's so that's a lot. That's quite a lot to juggle for anyone. Yeah. You know? What 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 you what's your plan to do that then? Do you think my plan is to just wing it like I do my whole <laughs> my whole life? I'm just yeah, gonna wing best, it. Best plan ever. Yep, I'm I've just done gonna it for years. Yeah, just gonna try and get through it. I'm gonna have days where I'm gonna be ringing mum crying that I've had no sleep. Do you know what? That's what I'm really nervous about the next one. I'm really nervous because with your first once, if you do have a bad night, then normally sleep in the morning. You can catch up on sleep. Yeah. But Maya's not gonna be sleeping in the morning, is she? She's no. gonna be up 
wanting to be Moana and stuff and yeah 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 that's what Crazy I'm really frog. scared about but yeah. time management I don't know uh, I guess it's just Instagram is part of my life anyway. It's just like a day to day thing. Yeah, it doesn't it's like. Sure, at least, isn't it? I, yeah. I think it's therapy. I yeah, think it's definitely. Good, good sort of a good therapy to get all that stuff out. Yeah, it is. Because when I write my posts, like my negative posts, um, it's like I write it all down on the post and just writing that caption out, because they're normally quite long known ones. Um, once I've finished it, I feel like the weight's been lifted off my shoulders. I'm like, yeah. okay, I can breathe now. Um, and then when I get replies as well, yeah. then that helps me. So it's like, it's like I probably it's probably quite self selfish what the reasons I do the Instagram, but it's mm. to help myself as well as others. Really, it's yeah. like it helps me out. Um, I understand that. Yeah, but it's it will be. I think so. That won't really be a problem. And then I'm gonna have nine months off anyway until I go back to work. So that'll be like September time. Yeah. Um, and then it'll be mum having two kids to look after. Yeah. <laughs> she's it's all right. she's going to go grey. It's all right. There's, there's four of you here, so yeah, I'm sure she'll, she do, so. she'll have help. Yeah. <laughs> but no, just going to wing it like I always do. Yeah. Any plans to, I mean, you never stay still, so what, what's, what are you going to try and develop, Crazy and Mama? Um, I would quite like to start a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um. Just like normal life, just doing videos of what we get up to. Really yeah. want to include Tom as well because I feel yeah. like it's quite nice seeing the whole family yeah. instead of just me all the time with Maya. He's very entertaining. As he well, is. Isn't he he yeah. works so much though. I don't know how he'll fit in, but you were, yeah. That's we'll make it work. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's a grafter. He is a grafter. Bless him. Um. So yeah, I think that would be really good. Yeah. It'd be quite nice to do as well. And Tom's actually quite like he likes editing and stuff, so he could like edit the videos and stuff, yeah. and kind of and you're get like involved. Me, you like delegating, and I like delegating. So I'll say, look, you've got an hour <laughs> so to edit this video. Mum's looking after the kids. Mum's doing the editing. <laughs> I'm going to work. Come on, don't stop sounding like Tom. I'm at work all the time. Oh my god, Ooh, I do work as well. <laughs> And look after Maya, who is an utter. Oh, um, but no, and I've also wanted to start a blog. I've been wanting to do these things for ages, but it's just doing it, isn't it? Like yeah. you just need to just do it. Yeah. Um. So I feel like maternity leave will be the best time to focus on them yeah. because I won't be at work and I won't have other stuff going on. Um. So yeah, YouTube, a blog, mm. and yeah, I've got other ideas. Like I would actually like to write a book as well. Mm. Um, but that's well down in the pipeline, mm. um, and that takes so much time. But yeah, I've got loads of ideas. It's just yeah. make like expanding it because there's only so far you can go at the moment. Like with the Instagram, and I just want to make it more because you never know. One day it could be like a like a profession. Yeah. Like I could if I could write a book or something like that. Yeah, I think the thing what I've found in the past a good thing to do is um, put dates put book, book them in. Yeah. So, like, you, you know, get next year's diary ready on yeah. your phone, you know, um, and, like, for give yourself six weeks or something after the pay yeah, two months. <laughs> but, like, you know, March the 1st, start the blog. Yeah. And then, like, May the 1st, start the YouTube. You know what I mean? That's but a good idea, actually. So then you it's worked set for me. to it. Yeah, because it, it's, just, it's just made it happen. Yeah. Then, then I, I sort of book things. I'll even announce it. I, like, and then you've got to stick to and it. And you have to do it. Yeah, I've said we're launching in so and so. Yeah. Early days of building air, air cuts for homeless when we didn't, no one knew what we were doing and that. Um, I go, right, we're launching in Leeds on in June. 
and I said, hairdressers of Leeds, we need to, you know, and then I had to do it. Cause that's I, a good idea, yeah, really. It's a, it's, it's a good motivation thing, um, and it puts deadlines on. Cause, but the time, the thing with time, as you know now, it flies so quickly. Oh, whereas the sheer gone, it's just mental. Yeah. So if you if you don't get, make these things happen, before you know it, it's another year. And I think sometimes if, you've, if you're too much of a perfectionist, um, it means that you, you, by the time you get it right, it's lost its time. Yeah. Whereas just get it started and, and fix it as you go along a little bit. That's true. Yeah. I'm quite like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing is, is just, just, it's just get it going and, yeah, work on it as you go along. Look at you, 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 you advice. Well, you, you, you need to be yes. not frightened of making mistakes. Cause yeah. You need the, mistakes are the <sighs> best things that can happen. I know, but I, I hate making time. mistakes. I know you do. Oh my god, I've been like it's in school. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. get like defensive it as well. Can, it can really block you, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's been nice to have actually a conversation with you yeah. without, <laughs> without someone throwing a teddy at me or yeah. something, or you know. Um, it, it, yeah, it's just, it's funny, this, this odd thing that sometimes we don't take the time to talk. And That's you have so to, true. Yeah, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed this. And um, what we do, we put the links on uh, with the uh, podcast. So we're, we'll obviously put the link to Crazy Mama and that so people can have a look. But also for the HG and anything yeah, else brilliant. that you, any, anything that you can think of for young mums out there, we'll put links on so that they know you can steer them in the right direction. Perfect. And, of course, I know you're very, you know, people can message you on each person, oh, yeah. Mama, for all, anything that I you can it. help them with. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Ella Roberts. Well, thanks for having me, Dad. Thank you very much. <laughs> Do I call you Stuart? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Stuart. You are, I've been called worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did... More than I could have ever realised. It helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people. Some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job. This is a calling. 